the Minority Report. Minority Report. Minority Report. Minority Report Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Minority Report Podcast. Welcome back for another week. We are very happy to see you guys again. The usual hosts are back. Alex, Isaiah, Yadiel, how are you guys? What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy. Good. Amazing. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling <laughs> great. Another day of black excellence. Fabulous. <laughs> Pre-production was fire. What's up, Juan? What's up, guys? What's up, what's up? We're still here celebrating uh, Yadiel's birthday. It's been ongoing for a couple weeks now. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It was a boy's. He's feeling 22. Older song. <laughs> and by the time this comes no, out, and, and, and no Taylor Swift's in, in Black History Month. I'm sorry. Oh my bad. I'm sorry. I shouldn't even know that's Taylor Swift. That's crazy. Anyway. I know. <laughs> oh really? The only time I ever heard that was because of Young BM. Who is that? <laughs> that's that Young kid. Bow Movements. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> the heck? No, that's Whoa. that kid that Yadiel and I fucking talk about oh nah bro the freaking little kid bro the little kid that raps explain explain he's a a kid who raps on instagram bro and it's like the funniest shit ever like is he fire no oh he raps like he can't say anything like because can that be a kid to tari i'm gonna come through and get it like a brick and borari like that's literally how he raps like what and he's always saying that he's better than eminem yeah, he oh, always he's, white? He's, he's like, I'm no, no he's, he's black. black, dude. And he's he has like the worst hairline in the hilarious. world. Oh yeah, they always roast his hairline. He's like the funniest like like kid ever, bro. Wait, is he is he is he is he, is he white? Is he black? No, he's yeah, black. Just looks said like that. An egg. Bro, what you don't Planet. pay attention, boy? I took them off. Yeah, why? You're in the middle of a podcast. <laughs> because his parents came in. That's why. My little brother asked me for my phone charger. The food is ready. If you need to know. I already had dinner, bum. Alejandro, Alejandro. Bro, I still don't know your little Alejandro, take the head of your cabeza. <laughs> y'all, y'all don't have a song with your name on it, so be quiet. I wouldn't want to have a song with the mid, mid, mid name on my shit. Okay. Nice. Don't call my name. Roberto. Call my name. <laughs> All right, guys. So just like in the previous weeks, we want to bring you guys a little bit of knowledge about Black History Month. And today I would like to talk about Martin Luther King's famous speech that I have a dream speech. Sorry, sorry, so as sorry. you guys might know, that speech became one of, if not the most important speech in American history. But what you guys might not know is that the coolest part of the speech was actually improvised by Dr. King himself. The little story behind that is that whenever him and his associates met up the night before to plan out his speech, the original you know, script or draft was actually a lot more political and less historic. And uh, whenever he actually delivered the speech in front of 250,000 people on August 28th, 1963, he got on sermon mode because, you know, he used to give sermons. And he basically freestyled the most iconic part of the speech. And also another interesting thing that I found was that as soon as it came out, it wasn't really received with the same amount of praise that we see it now. So... It kind of grew into it. Also, when he first said his speech, it wasn't like that big of a deal. Yeah, it was like a good speech, but like people weren't like, wow, this is a speech of the ages, you know? It wasn't yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. just like just like his contributions in life. Low-key, yeah. yeah High-key. Low key. Yeah. And, and another fun fact that after that speech, according to U.S. textbooks, the next major event in his life is he just dies. So they just forget. They just forget. They just forget like the next five years. I think he died in '68 or '67. Just forget the next five years of what is called the age of radical Dr. Martin Luther King. But you know, save that for another time. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool to know that he freestyled it. Word for word, bar for bar, right? Yeah, but he didn't steal it off of fucking... <laughs> Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. <laughs> Another All cool right. fact. What's up? That, that same day when he gave the speech, one of the most famous, um, I would say, black, like, just black leaders, uh, W.E.D. Boys died that same day. Oh, hmm. for real? So oh, that's, yeah. I thought that was very interesting. When I was wait, wait, that same day or the next day? What did you say? No, he, W.E.D. Boys died the same day that the speech was given. Oh, shit. And he's one of the, probably the oh, most like Dubois. Yeah, Dubois. I thought it was depends. The, people depends say it both ways. Yeah, it depends I on who you talk to. Yeah, black some black people say the boys. W E B Du Bois. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's probably one of the most like underappreciated black leaders for all that he did during his life. So yeah. yeah. At least Bro, he made it into those history books in high school. Sure. Yeah, he, he got a one sentence. You got a paragraph. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say a sentence. paragraph, but you right. You got you got a sentence. Uh, W.E.D. Boys was the man who made peanut. Oh no, that's George Washington Carver. Okay, George Washington Carver was the one that made peanuts. M.L.K. I have a dream. Voting Rights Act. Black people today. There's your Black History uh, for the uh, for the year. Yeah. (laughs) And every year it's the same shit. Let's let's squeeze it into 28 days. (laughs) (sighs) If it's on a leap year. If it is, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Crazy. How, do you guys know why they picked February for Black History Month? It's the shortest month. Let's get this over with. That's why. <laughs> I generally don't know why it's February, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, me neither. We'll, we'll give well, you guys like, the answer. Oh, they're like, bro, we got Martin Luther King Day in January. Let's just hurry up and get through all that stuff. At the beginning February. of the year, and then we can just be yeah, done with and then it. we can move on. In the cold months, <laughs> no one's going to be outside. You know, they're still going to be kind of bundled up in the house. But once it gets warm and everyone's outside and partying, we don't want to get them all bogged down with black history, you know, because we do we a lot of crazy stuff to those people. So let's just make sure they get that done when everyone's inside and it's too cold to go celebrate them. So, yeah, let's, yeah, let's, hey, let's I have see. to say, though, too, like, this year is the first year that my mom got uh, MLK Day off from work. Hmm. Oh, I think they. Is it well? Is it like a, a federal holiday, holiday now? Like a, a federal no, holiday? A, Has it always been? Holiday. Yeah, yeah, but you don't like you don't, like uh, everyone gets work. Don't off, have though. to give them off. Yeah. Oh, you don't have to. Oh. No, no, it's more like for schools and shit. How about Columbus Day or Indigenous Peoples Day, oh. as they call it now? Uh, that's a story think, for another I every, day. I think everyone has class. Yeah. Or school. Yeah. Day. I think so. On some more current news and marches and movements, <laughs> totally different though. Uh. There's been 107 people that have been arrested for the Capitol riots that happened a couple of weeks ago. 107th were charged. My bad. 107 were charged with trespassing or disrupting Congress. 43 were charged with interference with law enforcement, threats, weapons, or property crimes. And 26 were charged with conspiracy crimes or assaults. 22 of those people said they were current or former members of the military. So, yeah. And then... All of those people, some members, so some of them were members of the Proud Boys or QAnon. But yeah, that's your quick news for the episode. But like, what's the what's the uh, the perspective years or like how much they get? It? That's what I care about. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, they haven't. Uh, I'm I'm hearing yet. a lot of slap on the wrist. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just because they've been charged, it doesn't mean that they're gonna. They're be getting three weeks. Man, I heard. The guy with the hat got asked for a vegan diet or something, and they gave it to him yeah. in jail. One couple asked to go to Mexico to vacation 
hunk of the stress what? and they oh. allowed them to go on vacation oh my and then out of the few black people that were there they have no per- no no parole no what was it no like, is the electric bail, chair ready no oh, bail no nothing <laughs> fired up the consequences, which is very funny. Uh, that's crazy bro was like bro i was just looking for my stimulus check y'all tripping oh yeah <laughs> i was just looking for my stimmy <laughs> Meanwhile, all the dudes talking about where's Pelosi and we're gonna behead her tonight. Yeah. Oh no, nah. y'all y'all didn't mean that. Y'all going to Cancun? Head out, head out. Y'all need that. Relax. Remember that oh, video? You, oh, 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 you the white people? You thought? Oh, you thought he was coming? <laughs> <laughs> what you about what to you do? What you about to do? What you about to do? What you about to do? <laughs> I remember wow, what video I sent. I think I sent it to Isaiah. The somebody recorded when the guy with the horns was inside the actual room yeah that's Congress. the guy that got the, the vegan, vegan diet yeah the that's vegan guy and then the cops were there with him he was all like the cop was like mm, you guys mind being careful with there mm, it's, it's kind of it's kind of valuable you know yeah. uh, be, please be careful uh, uh, just can just I, relax can, I, know, can, I, can I, mean. I convince you guys to like uh chill down to uh, to calm down you know please just uh, that was crazy just don't I mean, just, just don't cocoa. do any harm yeah, uh, to me to me wild, the craziest, the craziest thing about about one of those things is there's a clip where i think a lot of white christians were like like looking around like oh because like, like they got all the people that got into the capitol building when they were on the i think the senate floor i don't know what floor they were on and they're like before we before we uh, do anything else let's bow our heads and, and thank god for this wonderful moment that we've had and oh they really god. lead like a 20 billy did you bring the cross 20 minute they, they lead a 20 Where's the minute oil? prayer bro and then white, the, there's some white christians like are we oh we have you always ignored this like within our church <laughs> and black people are like oh i mean we try to tell you please bless our hands as we are going to massacre these people today please guide me to pelosi's office quickly and swiftly it's just like those boxers <laughs> that pray like manny pacquiao begin on his knees praying to god like what well, would you be asking yo god give me the strength to beat this to man this dude oh god <laughs> destroy this man for the pillow of the filipino people okay? in front of millions of people like if he does bro, not live let it be Oh man! If it's your will, inshallah. That's funny. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, a little real, of, quick, uh, of real a, quick, real uh-huh. quick, real quick, real quick. So you know how he just said inshallah, right? So I'm gonna yeah. tell you a quick story. It was in England. So there's yeah. like a, a a lady who I think she's, like they're co-workers. There's a white lady, and then there's a lady who's like all all we know is that she's Muslim, right? So the white lady asks her, like, "How was your birth?" Like she she was pregnant. The the Muslim lady was pregnant, and Muslim lady responds like. Oh, we, we birthed a beautiful baby boy, alhamdulillah, right? Which is like, uh, praise be to God, yeah. right? So then the white lady's like, oh my God, I can't wait to meet alhamdulillah, bro. I can't <laughs> wait to meet him. <laughs> she, thought oh the name, she thought the name of the kid was alhamdulillah. So alhamdulillah. Like, like, okay, bye Wait, now. did y'all see that shit with, with Conor McGregor and, and Khabib? Where the interviewer was like, Khabib, uh, congratulations. Wait, what did he say? Bro, Connor just said a bunch of wild stuff, bro. Yeah, but wait, what do you say? It's like uh, something that you hear with Muslims all the time. What? You, you're you always with Muslims? What? Nah, I, I dude, it's see. like, what do you, it's like, you know how you say Merry Christmas for Christians? Yeah. What's well, like, it's something like that, but for Muslims, I forget. Eid Mubarak? Eid Mubarak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was, I don't know. But anyways, just he said that, he said that to Khabib, and then he was like, and you, Connor, th- uh, congratulations for your new whiskey. Like he was like, no, 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 you can't say Proper that. Proper twelve. You oh, can't yeah, say that and then talk about his whiskey. That's yeah, that's kind of disrespectful. Oh yeah, direct connection, and then you're yeah. talking about yeah, Haram. alcohol. Yeah, 
And then Connor just started spewing his shit. Nah, the funniest part is the night before, bro, and they asked him, like, what are you going to do? And Khabib said, he got on the mic, he started talking, he said, I'm going to smash your boy, alhamdulillah, I'm going to smash your boy. Your chicken, he's going to muck, 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 alhamdulillah, I'm going to smash your boy. <laughs> and then the memes that came out of it, it was like a Muslim girl when she uh, gets married and she goes to her honeymoon night. It's like, I'm going, I'm to, going smash to smash your boy. Your boy. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Bro, the, oh, the, memes were, the memes were undefeated oh, when they were man. fighting, bro. Oh, shit. That's funny as so. hell. All right, story time's over. Let's get back. So I don't know if you guys know about this too, but I feel like y'all do. I've been watching a lot of videos from the comedian Andrew Schultz. And dude, this guy's so fucking funny. His stand-up is Legend. insane. Isaiah put me on him. He, he is pretty fucking funny. No one's safe. <laughs> Bro, that's the thing. This guy has stand-up where it seems like he never actually has any prepared material. He just looks into yeah. the crowd and starts <laughs> roasting everyone in the first three rows. The thing is, he doesn't, he doesn't even care what race these people are, right? He roasts everyone. Or if everyone. you're disabled, huh? you're fat, oh you're, you're oh, yeah. anything. He does not care. He does not care at oh, all. Yeah. You know, but he does everything equally. And just I've I've never seen his like actual stand-ups. I just I've just seen his Instagram videos. What I what I find pretty pretty cool. I think it's fire. It's whenever he starts, like he says something, and then he's like, "Flip your phone upside down. Let me show you something." I'm like, "Yeah," and he goes to the side on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, bro. I'm like, "Okay, yeah, it's smooth." Yeah. And then the camera at the same time starts flipping. It turns as you're like, turning if you do. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. Ooh, "Okay." <laughs> let <laughs> me look at your phone. You're like, "Whoa, let me do it yeah, again." Let, let me see what this man has to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like recently, I just been on a binge on one of the like on his YouTube videos because I don't know, dude. His stand-up is just so good. And right now, I feel like I'm put. I'd put him like in my top five favorite comedians, mm. at least in the in the time being. Like he's so fucking funny. And the yeah, thing is, man. it's not even that he's just funny. Like it's insane how quickly he comes up with all these roasts or jokes, like just on the spot by looking at people and interacting and talking to them. And they're not even mid. They're like it looks like they, he planned them almost. Wait. So yeah. I have a question. Since y'all like Andrew, like Andrew Schultz, because I'm gonna come up with a quick hypothesis. Do you know anything about like his childhood at all? No. Yes. I have no idea. Do you I know? Did, was he like a loner by any chance? Okay. Can I? I'll do a quick. Yeah, because this is gonna be a theory right. about like what I think. What what makes a good comedian? Okay. So, his parents are immigrants. His mom is uh, Polish. His dad is Italian, I believe, right? So first generation. Came over, yeah, he's first generation American. Yeah. His mom came over here, or they're both dancers. Both his parents are dancers. They built a little studio in New York, some borough. I don't know how that works. Yeah. And he went to like all these, he said he was never rich, but he was never poor, right? Kind of went to these like middle class schools and everything. And he mm. only had like one like soul friend that he used to do everything with. But besides that, he was just kind of like, a normal kid but he used to say he's very observant that was his thing he grew up in a multicultural area and new york has always been multicultural and he just said he had that one friend him and his friend used to kind of just go through new york everyone has to walk to school whatever take the subway and he said he was very observant of people but yeah he wasn't a loner but i think he was more teetering to the loner side because he only had mm -hmm. like one real friend he said yeah what i've mm -hmm. kind of noticed with comedians is like from like my two my two theories is either they were bullied when they were younger Mm. So a way to cope with bullying is to be funny. No oh, shit. Because no one beats up the Joker yeah. like in the high castle. So mm -hmm. people try to like turn to comedy or as a comedy to like fight that back and roast people back. Or it would just be kids that are like loners that just observe everything and would spend their free time watching like stand-up specials. 
and on those are usually the people that are like the funniest or go on to become comedians like a lot of like comedians i've been watching just that's like some of their backstory that's interesting yeah. what the fuck yeah i think that fits him honestly because i don't know how he does it but he just has like just enough information about like every continent any anyone who comes from like a specific oh continent, yeah that's true like if you come from asia he has a few jokes about you even like the specific the specific countries or you're coming from a country in africa or you're from europe somewhere even eastern europe which is less known by you know americans he just has something for everyone and it's crazy and it did like i said the jokes aren't made they're always like on point and yeah i don't know i think yeah. i think a lot of people especially like that they have stand-up specials in, in more so comedians even when they don't have stand-up like material they always have certain jokes like that either they're subconscious or they have in the talk that they have for like different people which yeah, goes but look back what, to look like, what Juan said though Juan was like he will literally go to his show and just like watch people and just start talking about them talking crazy yeah. wild about them and the thing yeah, is the that's best, the best have the, the, levels to it like he, yeah. he will bring back a joke from like five minutes ago and then connect it to the one that he's doing right now that's yeah, what but makes that, it so funny that isn't like a thing that's particular to him i think every him. every comedian does no it is that, though it is called, though, no, because no, he's no, still no, doing he crowd work the whole time i know but time. but the thing is that's that's a technique in comedy called the callback like yeah yeah for example for example like With dave Chappelle, yeah dave yeah because the thing is when you become a comic like especially like the good ones what they say is the way that they test their like their material out is they go to all the like the comedy clubs around the country and a lot of the, the comedy clubs around the country it's more an intimate small space so they have yeah. to deal with people that directly don't like their jokes or like their jokes or the heckle and there's certain comedians that if you go look like they're really good at like dealing with heckling like oh, oh like he says like, this joke isn't funny he's like bro you ugly something something and then he starts his like he'll bring up his own like speech on the fly based on what like that guy looks like or whatever and if that guy is like a guy that looks maybe similar to someone else he sees in the future that he's able to recycle that in another i know but you're, you're yeah, saying that you're saying that they started their their own work and then they did some little crowd work with someone who heckled them and then they no, there's some there's later. some comedians there's some comedians that, that will just go off of crowd work like they'll just and they'll be on the fly or oh, he's they'll be on the fly and then bring that back because yeah. i've seen i've seen if anything I've seen, what he's saying is that he does it the best almost like he's one yeah of the yeah best at his callback it. game to me is absolutely sublime it's yeah. like way above everyone else in my opinion it's insane soon the world will see he's still he's still relatively yeah he's well, not that on, popular right he's on the not, internet he has the number one comedy podcast first of mm. all he has the number one comedy album on any social media platform but he's slowly getting he's into not, like the he's not a he's not a household name yet. he's not a household name yet yeah he's not yet but of course yeah he's not a household name i don't think he can ever get there though like unpopular opinion he's never going to become kevin hart because he's too crazy unpopular opinion i don't think kevin hart's that funny I, mean, I don't either, think that's bro. an unpopular opinion. I mean, yeah, maybe I maybe not here in this podcast, but a lot of people definitely like him. You know, there's yeah. a certain. I mean, who uh, I'm not gonna say who. And okay. <laughs> Kevin Hart, like his 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 comedy, like he, I think he will even say himself his transition more into him just trying to make money and appeal to mainstream, so he can have his own like athletics. He brand, definitely appeals more. Movies. He appeals more to white people for sure. This man makes twenty five thousand movies a year. Yeah, like his, yeah. all he does and is half go of them look are at with his, the rock. <laughs> yeah, the rock is the biggest actor in the world right now. Yeah. But yeah. I was gonna say, like, all his stuff is like, man, my son's so dumb. And everyone's like, oh, hoo, hoo, hoo. like, bro, I had some time and he put his big ass head in the, in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <is> <laughs> and everyone's like, okay, 
thank you for telling Stop. us. I mean, it's like, I don't know. There's different levels of funny. I think his, the, the fact that he's a small guy also plays, plays a factor that he's uh, found funny. I don't know why, but yeah. it's also about what you like, though. Yeah. Like if you if you don't want to be like on the, I like Andrew Schultz because it's like edge of your seat kind of comedy. Like you're always like, bro, I hope he doesn't say this. Then he says the craziest thing, <laughs> but then he makes it funny, so it forces you to think like, yo, am I gonna laugh or should I? Yeah, because see, everything he does, he's always extremely. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's like that type scared, of dude. that type of comedy that that's like, should I laugh at this or not? Like, you no, know, the people. Bro, some people. I just told you though. I was told you know, the other day, right? So there's this uh, the first. Uh, Arab or no, for the first Muslim coach ever got a job in the NFL, right? As a head coach, right? Yeah. But the team he went to was the New York, the New Jersey, New York Jets, right? And then Andrew Schultz said, I hope it turns out better than the last time Muslims and Jets <laughs> paired together. <laughs> I was like, bro, that guy can never be mainstream. Someone who says a joke like that can never be mainstream. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, but the thing is, like, <laughs> comedian comedians will say that, that well, two things. Some comedians will say that it's better to have a cult following because then those cult followings are always gonna watch his uh, stand-ups, yeah. are gonna always buy his merch. Like he loyal, has a consistent base of income. And another thing, that I forgot which comedian said, but he says the line, he says the line uh, that differentiates what's offensive or not is if it's funny, because there's yeah. people have said really, really messed with jokes. And then they're able to get away with it because it's funny. But if your joke is like, ha gay people, like, <laughs> it's not. Some people still can't take that, though. That's like what. Yeah, that's the thing. New. People, there's yeah. a lot of people out there who definitely not enjoy someone like Andrew Schultz. Yeah. But it the can still is, be funny, but they're like, this is too touchy. How could you make fun of gay people? How could you make fun of transgenders? How worse. Could you you'd be like, you're not black. You can't say that. Yeah. yeah. I so think it's like, bro, I think it's just like. There's a, these and Mero were talking about this. He said that there's a way to be funny without being like offensive. Because he says that if you look at a lot of people's materials, it's just like black people have um um they're enormous, they're giants, and like that's like their material compared to them Where? weaving telling a story. Yo, okay. <laughs> right, instead of them weaving a story into it, or maybe like calling back a joke, like it's just like they their their stand up is just like these people are this. But if it's bro, bro, funny, I don't think like it's that, offensive. Some people like that wholesome comedy. Like I think his name is Jeff Dunham. He does like the puppet, whatever. Bro, like, he puts Jeff Dunham. But that, but that, he got, that he got hit for being racist that, because but of his wholesome... puppets, dude. Fucking Ahmed, the dead terrorist, and the jalapeno. Fucking yeah, but still somewhat wholesome. No, but I think the the argument that the comedy's like offensive and stuff isn't a new thing because I remember like literally growing up watching a stand up uh stand up comedy show called Raw by Eddie Murphy, and one of his bits is that he receives a call from Bill Cosby. And Bill oh, Cosby, like. Bill Cosby is like the whole that whole thing is like so. Eddie Murphy has like the biggest stand-up special in like comedy history. Forgot what it's called. Oh, Delirious. Mm -hmm. And then he's going, he's going on the road and doing it. And Bill Cosby's son wants to go to the show. He asks his mom for money, and he goes. And then he comes back and he's like, "Oh, Eddie Murphy said suck my dick and uh, black people, blah blah blah, Mr. T, blah blah blah." Yeah. And then Bill Cosby's like, "You cannot be saying this foreign filth, foreign filth." You oh yeah, he told say, him that though. Yeah, he's yeah. like, you cannot say um fuck on the airwaves. And then or Eddie the Murphy's like, Eddie Murphy's like, bro, he, he got mad because Eddie Murphy's like, my stand-up special is just not me going like, oh fuck, oh gay people, blah blah blah. Like his, like his stand-up special is content behind it and it's funny, but it's just not wholesome because he curses at the time. That's why it was like, oh, it's offensive. He should be canceled. And he told like, and then Richard Pryor like to end the bid. Richard Pryor comes in and he's like, tell Bill Cosby I said suck my dick. 
like like that's the like they like they, they just say like that wholesome trying to limit what comedy is is dumb and at the end of the day he was really reflecting he was trying to push off his own things that he was doing so it's just at the end of the day like this concept of comedy and pushing the line and being uh like canceled isn't necessarily a new thing i think it's a little bit more amplified because of social media but it's not new because that's what comedy is comedy is always pushing that line of yeah yeah offensive no definitely it's not funny. new because it's a reflection mm-hmm. of society ourselves that's what it is like these comics don't just say stuff like out of their own minds it's it's funny if it's a reflection of ourselves that's a good take i mean one of the pioneers for that was definitely um george carlin because he Ooh. he was in the comedy scene for fucking decades extreme though extreme though but he was yeah definitely a pioneer yeah extreme yeah Wait, what that do you mean like his what he was saying on stage on stage was oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it was extreme today. dude he'd say some crazy yeah. shit, bro the crazy thing is if you look back at the stand-up that he used to do like in the early 70s it's totally different it's much more wholesome he barely curses if at all and he mm-hmm. talks about it's still like very philosophical because most of his stand-up used to be like kind of like a reflection of life and the small things in life but it's a totally different way of doing it and then if you look at his last couple stand-ups like in the 2000s that man did not hold back at all especially with yeah. hecklers yeah just like bill burr that's bill burr's specialty bro, that's bill, bill burr's my hecklers. favorite guy ever bro i fucking love him. bro yeah, why bill would burr's you want to heckle though these like these are people who know what they're doing they're comedic geniuses hold up, hold up. what's the heck what's a what's a what's a heckler a heckler is someone, someone in the crowd who tries to mess yeah. with like the person doing the jokes. Oh shit! Like it's not funny yeah. or stop. That's that's racist or they'll go crazy on people, and then they'll just get destroyed or kicked yeah. out. Yeah, or... yeah. How do comedians? I mean, obviously different comedians take it differently, but some What's... kick them out or some just use them and destroy them, and then it makes the, the no the good ones. Better. The good ones use them as material because it yeah. makes the show better. Yeah. Yeah, but every single com okay, not every single one, but like. You'll hear people like Dave Chappelle and Bill Burr and not Kevin Hart, but like, yeah, actually he was younger. They always talk about like, they'll have, they had those days when they'd get heckled. Even like, okay, not Kevin Hart now because he's so mainstream and kind of relaxed with it, but especially Bill Burr and Joe Rogan, Andrew Schultz and uh, what I say, Dave Chappelle, DL Hughley, all those kind of guys, they get heckled a lot or they'll get heckled sometimes, but they'll just take it. And I just don't know how they could sit on stage you're getting heckled. You know you bombed, and you yeah. just kind of sit there. You no, but like Bill Burr has this once, like the best example that he had was when he was so on the come up, and he went to this comedy show in Philly, and he, oh, he was went like, crazy. Yeah, like every care. single comedian, because he was in a show that had like ten different comedians, and he was the very last one, and every single comedian beforehand got heckled to the point where like people were leaving early, they were just speeding through the material and just going back, just like. All right, guys. Good luck. Good luck on the next mm-hmm. one. <laughs> Bert came out within a minute. He started getting heckled, and then he said, "I'm gonna finish my my session, which was like 15 minutes, and I'm just gonna shit on the city the like the entire yeah. time." So he shat on Philly for 15 minutes, and people yeah. started cheering him on. People from that are actually the from crowd. there. <laughs> yeah, like to me, the cool like like um like I just like when I like to I like to find them stories. To me. Like uh, you see, why comics become good is because of their, they, they perfect perfect their craft. Like, I think Kevin Hart was saying that, like, I'll get I'll give you an example of Richard Pryor. So they're talking about Richard Pryor. So Richard Pryor, like, before he would do a he would record a stand up special, he would just pull up to a comedy club. He would just talk to people, and he he said he was extremely shy. 
which is kind of cool, like interesting, because he's like one of the most famous comedians, probably the most influential comedian of all time. And he talks about mm-hmm. how he had to be pushed on stage because he didn't want to go. He didn't want to go. And he would go to like these comedy clubs, bro, like random comedy clubs and just do a three hour like stand up on the fly. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like they perf- they go on all over the country just randomly just to perfect their cl- like craft. Yeah. Like all the stories, like those type of stories I love hearing. Like I think Bill Burr always talks about like Patrice O'Neill is like one of his favorite comedians. Patrice O'Neill, because Patrice O'Neill was like Andrew Schultz times ten when it came to the offensive jokes. Like that's the only person that uh, Andrew Schultz has in his studio. It's a picture of Patrice O'Neill. Yeah, because that guy, like even Kevin Hart and like Dave said that he's a comics comic. He's like, like if you ask a comedian who their favorite comedian is, it's him. And he was hurt because his his comedy was so freaking crazy that he could never make those big bucks and like do with brands or do stuff right. like that. And he was ahead of his time. So a lot of the stories, like Bill Burr, Bill Burr would say, like, they went on, I think it was like Bill Burr, Kevin Hart, some other people were in, like, uh, they were doing, they were doing comedy clubs. And he said that when you had Patrick, so- Patrick O'Neill, like, commenting on your uh, comedy, because they would take notes and stuff, he was the worst. Like, he said Kevin Hart was doing a special, I don't know who it was, but I think it was Kevin Hart, he was doing a special, and Patrick O'Neill was, like, getting tired of it, because he said it wasn't, like, funny. It was funny, but, like, you know, he had, like, higher standards. So he grabs a phone book, bro. He throws it on stage and it almost hits like the person. He's like, you could probably call someone who probably has better jokes. We tired of this shit. Damn. And the crowd just goes crazy, bro. Cause like all like this is like where they make their craft in these small comedy clubs. Like yeah, that's all yeah. that's all I wanted to go to one. Like really like dude, really I tried bad. going to one in DC, but obviously like COVID never let up. What what comedian did you want to go see? I would have been good with anything, but yeah, I would want to see a small one, to be honest. And dude, I miss bro. seeing Bill Burr on the way back because he did some comedy stuff like a couple of days before I got back from DC, one in one of those open theaters here, and I missed it by like three days. I was so mad. Yeah, I was talking to Juan about that, but actually, because like I said, Andrew Schultz was supposed to come to Texas, right? There's there. They're leaving New York because New York is too restricted. They can't do anything there. They can't have any shows, whatever. They're like, they're done with it. So they literally moved their lives to, they're going to move somewhere for three months just until things kind of cool down till summer or almost the beginning of summer. And so there, there are two choices. We're going to be Austin or Ooh. Miami. A lot of comedians are coming to Austin right now. Yeah. And like the only lot. reason they're coming to Austin is because of Joe Rogan. He's going to change everything. He's about to build a comedy club like in a month or two. That's about to get set up. Wait, Joe Rogan's in I mean, South by Southwest is already yeah, set up. In Joe Rogan, that's, that's, that's his new home. Oh shit! But yeah, so they're like, you know, we don't want we don't want to go there because everyone's going to be there. So that's now where Dave is right to, now. They went to Miami. That's where Dave stays now. He does comedy oh. shows like every week, like every, like every day. In Austin, but he had to. Damn. Yeah, he had to stop because he got COVID and and he infected like a couple of people. So oh god, he's like in quarantine right now. But he's in Austin. Like, he they're about to make it live because the the order right now is. Houston is like where the number, if you come to Texas, you go to Houston first or not go first, but if you go to Texas, the level of like history with comedy is Houston, then Dallas, and then Austin is bringing up their rear like heavy. So mm-hmm. I think all this new stuff coming in now is about to be a big switch up. That's cool, man. That, that's close to us. That's, that's, that's pretty cool. So real quick, who are your like top five comedians of all time? Damn. Hmm. All right. For me. I don't know about five. It's going to be hard to run it out to five. It doesn't have but, to even be in order. Just like from well, you know. I know that like my top two are definitely Bill Burr and George Carlin. And then I don't know. Like the rest, I guess it depends. Like right now I would put Andrew Schultz in there. Like before, for example, there was a point in time where I binged uh, Jim Jeffries. If y'all know who that is, he's Australian. Yeah. 
Um, there's also a Venezuelan comedian. Obviously, like, I expect no one listening to know who he is. But Emilio Lovera, like, honestly, was so, like, insanely good at anything he did. It could be a stand-up. It could be a show. It could be music because he was also, like, a good singer. Like, anything that he did was amazing. And he's also been in, you know, doing comedy for decades at this point. Uh, I got to, I, that's the only person I got to see live because he came to Houston basically once a year and he did a different show every single year. Uh, Where is besides he from? those people, he's Venezuelan. Mm. Yeah. Uh, ugly ass dude, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, he, Damn. He uses it for his comedy, but mm. apart from them, I don't know. No one comes to mind. For me, I got to have Dave in there. Uh, yeah. After Dave, I got Eddie, I got Eddie Murphy. Richard Pryor is like maybe in there, but he's just a little bit too like ahead of my time. He was just, but I I, I like to listen to some of his comedy. Uh, maybe Joey Diaz. I don't know if y'all know who that is, but he's yeah. freaking hilarious. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Maybe Chris Rock. I just know Dave. Oh, Chris Rock. Dave for sure is there. Yeah. Even even uh Bill Hader might be in there. Bill Hader is really funny. Yeah. For. For me, I don't know many comedians. I'm not much of a comedy guy, to be honest. But I mean, I guess the first ones that come to mind, I don't know if you call them comedians because I don't know if they'll have they had like stand up shows, but Key and Peel, the sketches they did. I mean, yeah, they, I guess they, they are comedians. They have done stand ups. Well, they're fucking, I, I love their fucking skits. You know, I got a problem. <laughs> fucking. The only problem uh, I have with your them favorite, is that every single time, dude, there was like a two month period where you would not stop saying that. Those fucks. And he I was love. like six years late too. <laughs> no, I, I I knew that skit from before, but I just it, watching it together just brought it back. But no, yeah. The only the only thing about that show is that I it's just like always like I always think it's funny, but then I always remember that's just Dave Chappelle's show that they just did it that he just didn't want to do anymore. And he did it better. What do you mean? Keen Peel is just the Chappelle show, but like a little watered down. No, for me, yeah, Keen Peel, there's uh, probably Fluffy. He's in there too. I I I love two of his stand-up comedy com- comedy shows. Fluffy's pretty funny to me. I feel like I relate a lot to him. Uh, there's this other guy. I don't know. You, you guys probably don't know him. He's Mexican. His name's Franco Escamilla. He's I find him fucking hilarious because he's from the from my region of Mexico, from the north. I don't know. He's so relatable and he's funny as hell. And he just like the way he cusses. I just find it. I just find it super funny. But other than that, probably. Dave, like I, I haven't seen many of his skits, but Dave Chappelle was. I think he's also up there. And oh, his skits are legendary. What, what Dave? What Dave Chappelle's jokes and shows you like? The one. Nah, all right, fine. I've only seen the clans, the clans, the blind <laughs> KKK one. <laughs> Bro, you haven't even Racist. seen. Uh, oh, the, the one, the, the, the one, the one with the, the one with that. Y'all got any more of those? Did you see this man say, "Oh, the one that has scratching his neck," like you just. Yeah. You haven't even seen the race ref one? No, I haven't seen that. Bro, one. I'm telling you, I'm not. I'm telling you, I'm not that big on comedy, man. I'm telling you, I don't watch that much comedy. Nah, bro, I literally, I literally oh, what just... about what? What about um? I mean, we'll, we'll obviously we'll go to Yadiel and Isaiah, but like, you can also say a talk show host like Conan for me is extremely funny. Yeah. I don't like any of the new ones. Mm. I think Jimmy Fallon is mad for us. Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel's been taken over by the the Democrats completely. Both Jimmys are... He's mad, mad annoying, bro. He, he uh, be, I just like Conan. He'd be mad white liberal. Well, any of, any of their guests... Oh, yeah, Conan's kind of fire. Any of their Conan guests say, the so, any of their guests say yeah. something, Jimmy Kimmel and Fallon... <laughs> it's just fucking... Yeah. Jimmy nah, Kimmel don't be overdoing his laugh, but... No, Jimmy Fallon does, for sure. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon does. All right, but yeah, yeah. my five, I got... Uh, I haven't finished, bro. 
Because you don't know. You just you don't know I was going to say one more. Eddie, bro, because he was my, my childhood. Daddy Daycare, The Heist, those movies. That's not fucking fire. Okay. That's not you know any of his Eddie jokes? Because he was Donkey. You know any of Eddie Murphy's jokes? Oh, yeah, he jokes? was, do- was Donkey, too. You know any of Eddie I Murphy's I do jokes? not, actually. Like I said, right, I don't bro. watch. Like I said, I don't watch that much comedy. You can't. We're not talking about Disney Channel movies, my nigga. They're not Disney Channel movies, bro. Go ahead, Isaiah. Right, what are your favorite? BET specials. It just happened to turn on Telemundo. <laughs> I don't care, bro. But anyway, uh, I got, yeah, I got Bill Burr. Yeah. No order. I got Andrew Schultz. It's, it's working up there. Maybe because I just watched too much of him, but his comedy is really good. I got Godfrey. Uh, he's yeah, a Godfrey, New York. Yeah, I forgot about um, him, too. Indian. There's a lot of African stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. He has a really good Steve Harvey impression. Um. And then I really don't want to put Eddie because no nah, Eddie I mean, Eddie uh, Eddie's up there for me, bro. I grew up he, okay, watching no, no, Delirious. There's, a difference. Raw, there's a difference between yeah, Delirious is amazing, it's good, right? But at the same time, Raw is good too. I think I, I think just, it's really good. I'm trying to separate. Yeah, amazing. Obviously, it doesn't take away because it's my opinion. But for me, I just didn't watch a lot of Eddie Murphy. Period. Outside of you, gotta watch Raw, like bro. Was, you no, I've watched both, bro. I've watched them. I've watched them. Do you not like Raw? And they were crazy. Not- for some reason, though, because I watched them a little bit younger, it was kind of oh, cringy okay. to me. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. Like, yeah. That makes sense. He was talking a lot of sex, and I was just kind of like, "Oh, what is what is that?" <laughs> and 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 talking about gay people crazy, and I was like, "Oh," but no, he was. He's. It's funny for sure. If I look back at it now, I probably would laugh a lot of the stuff. But Dave Chappelle, of course, because it's just been fresh in my mind. And hmm, I don't know if I have a fifth one right now. I'd have to think about it. I'd have to I think, think about it. I think Chris Rock might have to be for mine, like my last one. Just trying okay. to think, bro. I showed I showed someone in, in DC like the the Dave Chappelle show because she didn't know what it was, bro. She did not like it at all. Oh, of course. Yo, oh, low key, low key. Uh, he's a different type of comedian. But what do you think of that? Uh, oh, bro, sorry, sorry, sorry. Bernie Mac. Oh my god. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. Bernie, Bernie Mac. Mac. Bernie Mac. Bernie I'm Mac not even gonna talk to not two. Oh, I was gonna say Adam Sandler. He's a different type of comedian, but no. everybody has everybody has different. Uh, does Adam Sandler do stand up, or is it just? He, that's what I'm he saying. He's a different to. type he of comedian. He used to back in the day, and it actually wasn't that bad. But the unfunniness of his movies, I think, messed yeah, it up for him. That fucked it up. <laughs> Bro, Bernie yeah. Mac probably had the, one of the most legendary stand up sets on Def Jam. Yeah. Like, Bernie Mac is legendary, man. This man. <sighs> Bro, he really he, have you heard the story of his of his Def Jam set? No. What do you mean? So he was like mad young, and they're doing a Def Jam comedy like back then, right? The Comedy Kings? No, no. Or is it's it earlier? Def Jam. It was it's even Def Jam comedy. Def Jam comedy. Like that's like the name of the show. So he said like all the comedians that were up before him literally got heckled and booed like out of the way. Mm-hmm. So he said like he went up there, he wanted like cuss the the, the audience out. Like he didn't even care because he's like, I'm probably gonna get booed out, so I'm gonna just talk shit to him. And he probably had one of the greatest like stand up, like probably one of the most like important stand ups of all time, bro. I remember everything by one of the jokes, but it was it was good. Now that you brought up Def Jam comedy, that reminds me of uh Kanye's song with Little Pump. That clip of You're the such woman a talking in the back. Hoe. You know that woman the woman talking like, oh, oh yeah, you yeah. niggas wanna talk about that's that's from yeah. Def Jam comedy. Yeah. I don't know her name is though. Also, Queen Latifah was pretty funny back in the yeah. day. Yeah, and Def Jam, uh, too. She was on Def Jam. Yes. Yeah, so oh, how did I forget? Um, What's his name? What's his name? Bro, bro, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Is I'm he thinking. also a big black man? Cedric the No, 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 no
Oh my god. Chris Tucker, hey. nigga, what the fuck? Chris Tucker. Oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. Chris yeah. Tucker, bro. Chris Tucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real. Bro, even his, his Michael, most recent his, one. His Michael Jackson impersonation of him, uh, Michael Jackson yeah. being a, 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 a pimp is Chris. like the yeah. <laughs> that's Chris. just that's like, what, you, what you doing in my corner? Bro, this man, <laughs> Alex, looking up who Chris Tucker is right I'm now. Not. I'm not. You don't think I know Slow who down, Tito. screen gets white. Goddamn, Tito, say slow down. You don't think I know who that is? You don't think I know this man? You don't know refreshers. Okay, it's okay. We still bro, love you. Bro, I've seen, I've seen Friday. I've seen fucking. We still love you. Okay. Rush hour. Yes, rush hour. His his standups, bro. Fifty million dollars. This man is perturbed right now. <laughs> this nigga think I don't know Chris Tucker. Slow down, Tito. Yeah. All right, wait. I have a question though. I have a question. We haven't really talked about women in comedy. Oh, Amy Schumer, the goat. Hell, <laughs> bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I did. I said Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah, fire. No, I'm not disrespecting because I have a lot of favorites. You're just not coming up to my mind. I mean, now. what's her, what's your name? Who's who's the one who uh uh Kevin Hart brought up? Who's low key kind of funnier than him? Sarah Silverman. Uh, no. Oh, Sarah, no. Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman is fire. Fire. She's really she's funny. Fire. I think she's my favorite female comedian. She might be up. Yeah. There's a oh, black woman that she's dating her. Common right now. I forget what her name is. Oh, I don't know. But anyway, it's also Amy Wong. Yeah, Amy Wong. Amy Wong. Yeah, Amy she's pretty fire. good. Wanda Sykes is pretty funny too. Really? You know who Wanda Sykes is? I don't oh, know Wanda Sykes. Th- Tiffany Haddish. You know Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. 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 Oh, Wanda Sykes is. How can I forget her? Loki. Yeah, she's she's hilarious. I I can never know if she was straight or gay but anyway that's besides the point she always, she always used to play different roles i was very confused as a child very confused in movies as a child, as a child. all right yes. all right all right so we talked about comedians now i'm gonna give something up alex alex's alley what are some of your favorite like skits of all time just like in general mm. uh definitely mm-hmm. the first one that comes to mind is a freaking dominic the baseball the baseball one you guys oh know what i'm talking about well, I used to know that skit by memory, bro. I'm gonna watch it right after the episode. I don't care. <laughs> I don't even bro, think that might be the best slap ass. Slap ass yeah. two is better. Yeah, slap ass. Nah, nah. Slap ass one is better than the second nah. one. I, I prefer slap ass. Okay, one. you're having an interesting conversation. I'm trying to think. I don't even know if I consider that Keen Peel's like top five sketches. It's not. Yeah, opinion. I don't think it's top five. It's that's his top five. You just ask him. Yeah. No, I'm saying, I'm saying personally, because that's one of the most famous, like of theirs. I got substitute teacher in there. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Too. I got. Yeah. I think the funniest yeah. one is them when they go on the plane. Yeah, oh, when, when, they're, when they're all terrible. Bro, I found that too. Nah. Scrumps. Ah, they didn't. I didn't. That didn't do it for me, Paul. Nah, bro. That is that, that a box cutter? That to me, that to me is their, their best. That one didn't. He's got a gun. He's got a gun. Bro, the one. Where, okay, the other one. The one about, the, the other one on the airplane where where um there's like turbulence and then. Uh, oh, that one. one yeah, yeah. That one's funny. And then the one where where uh I forgot which one. I think it was uh he was like the attendant and like that they were bringing people into the airplane, and then he was like, all right, veterans, all right, women, pregnant, pregnant women. Oh yeah. And like <laughs> women, and then he's like disabled people. Second, third, and fourth second, third, third, yeah. class. Yeah. 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 Like, bro, <laughs> I gotta funny. get on this plane. What are was, you doing? Oh, bro, what about like the the college football names? Oh yeah. Those oh yeah. The so Brickishaw Ferguson. That's a real name. <laughs> But yeah, no, okay, going back off uh, what uh, Alex said, one of my favorites, not even really like a a well-known one, but it has to do with the plane. I don't know, I die every time I see this one. So there's this thing called Comedy or the Laugh House or something, I forget what it's called. It's on uh, Comedy Central. And these comedians, they do like little 
uh, sections or little little pieces of their their work, and then later on they'll get actors to act out the scene for them. Oh uh, like yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh history, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Drunk history is like drunk history. Oh, I'm talking about. No, it's no, just no, about bro. random. Bro, 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 bro. Yeah, black people should stick together. Yeah, no, that's the yeah. one I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, there, there's a talking. woman and, and there's this kid and the, like these two black dudes on the plane. There's this this kid and the mom in the back. And the kid's hitting this guy's seat. He's like, man, can you get can you get your son? And he like looks and smiles at her. And the woman's like, <laughs> oh no, the laugh, the laugh. She's like, he's like, <laughs> and then she doesn't do anything. And then yeah. it keeps hitting the kid on the back of the seat. And he's like, he looks at her again, like, yo, get your kid. And then this like diesel black dude beside him is like, like hey, get your kid right now. And the woman gets like, oh, oh. Hey, my brother's <laughs> trying to take some, get some sleep. My brother's trying to sleep. <laughs> And then she like gets her son, and they're like all shook and scared. And then he's like, "Black people gotta stick together." Man, that one was funny. I remember as that one. Yeah. That was yeah. funny as fuck. Oh, I'm trying to think because right now I'm like on an SNL binge, bro. And as some SNL skits like fall flat. Old SNL was good. SNL is Eddie Murphy doing Mr. Uh, whatever his name is, Mr. Johnson, Mr. Robertson, whatever. The you know you know that show? Oh, like the the, the guy, yeah, the guy that sneaks into the building. He's like, "Hello, my neighbor." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> will you be my neighbor? He's like, Mr. He's Rogers. Like, Hello, Mr. Yeah, Rogers. He, imita- yes. he imitates Mr. Rogers, but he's like a broke, like criminal, right? Yeah. So he's like, he's like, <laughs> "Hello, uh, kids. Hello, kids. Do you want to know the word of the day? Eviction. Eviction." <laughs> and the Bro, kids are like, "Wow." No, that one's yeah. good. The one where he imitates funny. James Brown is hilarious. Hot tub. <laughs> like, he goes crazy as James Brown. That one's hilarious. Watch him out. Bro, he, he, Eddie Murphy, when he was on there, was amazing. Have y'all seen the, um, what's it called? The Exorcist Part 2, the, the, the SNL skit? Mm, no. No. That one's good, too. Good. That one's good, too. That's what Richard Pryor. Damn, that's He's like, he goes, he goes to, he goes to, like, the, this house of, like, the Exorcist, right? There's, like, a girl, a little girl who's, like, I'm the devil, blah, 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 blah. And then she like so like the intro he comes in with another like priest and the bed is floating in the air and the other pastor is like we need to tell her to put it down he's like put the bed down no he's like the bed must come down the bed must come down and then the girl drops the bed and then he's like the bed is on my foot the bed <laughs> and then like they keep going back and forth with, like the exorcist kid and then at the end the exorcist little girl is like your mom is fat and ugly and then he stops he forgets hell? about he forgets about christ he's like what you say about my mama and he's like your mom <laughs> don't be going ugly and she smells and then he starts choking this little girl bro it was, it was hilarious <laughs> hell. yeah and this then there's one there's, no no that's uh that's richard Pryor. and then he has oh. a he has a skit where he becomes a tele a black televangelist like in the 70s with the afro bro there's so many, there's so many skits, like, but I think the best skit show of all time, like, if it's not SNL, like, because that's, like, a whole franchise, has to be Dave Chappelle skits, bro, like, without yeah. a yeah, dude. doubt, bro. I, I could have a whole episode on just on Dave Chappelle skits, like, that's what I grew up on. Yeah. Yeah, Race Draft is definitely one of my top yeah. skits of all time. Yeah, Racial Draft is hilarious. Yo, how they um. do Tiger Woods? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Tiger Goodbye, Woods. fried rice, hello, fried chicken. <laughs> To the Wu Tang Clan, Wu Tang Clan goes to the Asians. Yeah. And then interesting pick the Wu Tang Clan. And they're all going. Wu Tang, Wu Tang. Dude, you know I really like. This is nowhere near the the kind of skits you guys are talking about, but the old college humor skits. Oh yeah, those were funny too. Yeah. Especially the hardly like 
my 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 good friends know how much I like uh old college humor. Damn, so we're now your good friends. That's now you guys crazy, know, man. so now you're my good friend. Won't be having a whole other podcast on Thursday. Slow like, key. Right, <laughs> that that meeting that meeting that he had uh, before it was uh, he was recording the other part. I was with, other with his good friends. We don't even know the name friend. on that one. That's crazy. For real. <laughs> about to be on episode two thousand. We on episode fifteen over here. That's crazy. For real. You guys fucking ratted me out. You busted. Anyway, dude, dude, old college humor. Man, that shit was so good. Like hardly working. Jake and Amir. The ones I remember the most of college humor was the Batman one. Do you remember? Have you? Oh yeah. You yeah, ever yeah see that Batman one? The, the Batman one, and then the Batman. the the ones that they're in jail. The guys like tutors, computers, something, something. Oh yeah. You know what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. That one, that one has uh, Thomas Middleditch. They also had Ben Schwartz on it a lot. Hmm. But anything that was in the office, like they would make something so fucking stupid, it was funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. What uh, happened to yeah. college humor? Are they still a thing? Technically, yes, but also no. They probably all got a bag also, and moved on somewhere else. Before uh, we like outro this pod, I think Friends is the most overrated. Oh my god! Fucking show to ever exist. And we got their number one defender bad. over here, Alex. That but shit is so fucking nah, mid. Nah, 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 Seinfeld nah. is better than that shit. Yeah, Seinfeld is. That's better. what I was trying to say. Oh my, my dad, goodness, my, Alex. My, Seinfeld bro. is ten times bro. better than that. Oh my god, bro. No I, connecting stories in the Julia Louis Dreyfus. Horrible. Every David, every David up a head top. I haven't seen that much Seinfeld. I know my dad loves it, but wait, Juan, you said Friends is fire? I said oh. Julia Louis Dreyfus is fine as fuck. Oh yeah, she was. She was. They ain't got nothing to do with the show. But she was. <laughs> I'm just I, saying. I, I agree. I agree. No, but uh my thing with Friends, I grew up watching it, so it's got a like a special place in my heart. That's what I always say. Yeah, but uh, okay, maybe 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 you won't yeah, find it. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. We know you don't do You might not find it funny, but I think it's funny. And other than that, aside from the funny, the comedy stuff, I just like the characters, man. They're Bro, I my, find my them favorite. Awesome. I, was, I, tried, I tried to give it a chance, and I thought it was mad corny, and it's just niggas dating back and forth and breaking up. Bro, and coming back yeah, that's true. Day. All I'm asking everybody hates Chris is, is to me the goaded sitcom of wait, all time. Wait, wait. Oh yeah, it's all Bro, there, go bro. on YouTube. Type in friends without laugh track and try to laugh. That. I promise you, you will not I'll, laugh. I'll laugh. You will not laugh. Yeah, I will. Bro, that shit is. On my soul, you won't laugh. Weird, bro, dude. people were getting tight because they took it off on Netflix. I don't know if it's still on there. Oh, no. No, they, wasted, they took it off, bro. They wasted a bunch of money to bring it back and they canceled like original Netflix series that people watch, like The Get Down. You telling me they sacrificed the friends for all those other shows? Bro, stop it. Stop it. I'm so I can at least that. understand The Office, okay? Uh, at least The Office. Okay, The, the Office talking, is goaded, bro. You, but you talking about oh, yeah, Friends, that's bro. Not, that's a different league. The, the Office is something else. The Office is... Everybody loves The Office, nah, Friends is the most overrated, like, sitcom show ever. It shit reminds me of how mid-Great Gatsby was, but that's no. another topic. <laughs> what the fuck? What does that have to do with anything? Because we're talking about overrated things, and Great Gatsby was a, one of the most overrated books I've ever read. Oh, the you, book. You, you know what show I watched a lot when I was a kid? Which one? George Lopez. Yeah, that show. You know, I never, I never. I would friends. never watch it, but I'll wake up at three in the morning, TV blasting. <laughs> These fools oh, jumping in the air. My, no, I never. I, I would rather watch that than Friends. I'm I never actually. I never actually saw wow. George Lopez. Bro, bro his. That was your his, life. That was your family. You didn't need to watch it. That George, bro. <laughs> the George Lopez stand-up when he would go into the drive-through with a Mexican is one of the funniest, like. Like jokes about time. Okay, we forgot about him. Respect yeah. to George he, Lopez. He, he has yeah. stand up too. George, his stand up yeah. is funny, bro. His stand up is like he goes on, he goes, he's like, uh, why do I have a hell you? Hello, what? 
how may I help you? Are you gonna help me? That's what I That's say. Right. How, may, how may I help you? How may I help you? You you want a French fry? You want a French fry? French fry? No, sorry, Jonathan. My friends are fine. Thank you. I don't need any more friends. My friends are fine. You want a French fry? Can I have a Can I have a fountain drink? Can you go tap it? They have fountain drink. One minute. One minute. Hey, what's this? Is this a fountain drink? Oh, soda. Hey, bitch, why you don't say soda? <laughs> no, it's Sprite. Everything is a Sprite. It's we Sprite, don't have it. a Coca. We don't have a Sprite. A Sprite. Bro, that, that's the <laughs> end of session of the Mexican. I feel like freaking is like... Oh, my, my gosh. That, that was the joke oh. I said in like high, in middle school and elementary to people. Because like I memorized it. It was one of the... It's like one of the funniest like like uh, jokes in stand-up to me. Oh, my Lord, bro. That joke is funny, so... Yo, respect to George Lopez, for real. In high school, it was always Kim Peel in my school. Yeah, because Kim Peel was like that. That's what we were like people were watching during that time. Yeah, like Alex Kim Peel, Peel. fucking slapping Crazy. everyone's the ass. First, in the, fir- the first skit I saw of them was a a, a- Ron was the substitute teacher. Right? A- a- D nice, D nice. If y'all say something ridiculous again. <laughs> Going down to Old Shack Hennessy office. Oh my god! You know, you know the second one. It's subordinate. You know the second one where they when uh the the really quote unquote strict guy goes to the inner city school. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bro, that, was really that one slept on. That one slept on too. They were gonna make a substitute yeah. teacher movie. Really? Yeah, but they that's too much. That's too yeah. much. All right, guys. Well, I think we left enough for an episode with all that comedy. So I'd like to transition into our first reoccurring segment because we had no stop the cap this week oh yeah i need to we didn't need to have a stop uh, come cap. on bro all right i'll give you a stop the cap. no we don't need we don't need loki stop the cap was saying the friends was, was oh fire, yeah stop the cap was... friends is a funny show that's how we yeah. stop in the cap for this week friends is not funny man friends <laughs> is for a <laughs> well, man friends is the utopia of white America not having any black characters in the show. That's what it is. It's unfunny. There's three actually. Okay, no. Oh, no, there is. Yeah. Counted them. Yeah. They're not part. They're not part of the. They're not part of the thing. Okay, part of the show. Just for one, for one whole season, one was. But all right, okay. go off, go but off. I guess. Friends is not funny. That's to stop the cap. Stop pretending it is. We don't have to anymore. Stop giving it merit. Watch Seinfeld instead. <laughs> What about Seinfeld? Anyways, how come you, well, hold on, hold on. Why don't you say the same thing about Seinfeld? There's also no black characters black, there. It has well, more black people. It has more black really? people. Really? Oh, okay. I mean, I haven't seen I it. I mean, Seinfeld is just funny. Uh, too. See, they, they go on the street side. You see some. Never mind. Anyway. Bro, <laughs> Seinfeld is goaded because the guy works at the Yankees organization, bro. Like, what are we doing, bro? Oh, that's why. Bro, Seinfeld, if you want to no, watch Seinfeld. No, not only that, it's funny. Just watch. If you don't want to watch Seinfeld, watch the creator's work. Larry David. Watch. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Larry enthusiasm. David. Oh, they, they don't, it's the same format. They don't even take notes or nothing. No script. They just go. Curvy <laughs> enthusiasm is just me- they just funny. Just put funny people in a room and make a show. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, like I was saying, onto our first segment, we're going to do counselor's corner. So do you guys have any counselor's corners advice for this week? Yes, I do. What is my it? advice? What is it, son? My advice, which is going to also tr- it's going to transition into our recommendations, is my advice would, would be to buy a food weight. Reason why I say that is because in there's a lot of people now that want to get in shape for the spring and summer, even though possibly you're not going to be going anywhere anyway. But food weight is easy. You buy it and it helps you. Uh, able it it just helps you 
count your calories and your macros that you need way more accurately than just guesstimating when you have food that doesn't necessarily tell you like how much this is it tells you yeah. the grams it tells you this so it just helps way more to keep everything like in fact and it it, it, it really changes how like you diet do you, you have do you have one yeah i have one. i have one in the i had one at park west and i have one here that's fire yeah my roommate used to have one i would use it it was pretty useful yeah mm-hmm. um on a similar topic my recommendation is if you haven't heard about it it's becoming kind of popular kind of mainstream i think it's a uh it's called intermittent fasting. counselor's corner yeah inter- it's called intermittent fasting i recommend you to do it i've i know your deal you've done it too throughout college i would do it it's yeah. where you you still yeah i still do it too i try to at least it's where you give yourself uh, eight I, hours you can start with nine or ten but you give yourself eight hours do, to eat people it, it depends on the person it depends on you but the, the, the mainstream one the one that most people do that i've heard of is eight hours you give yourself eight hours to eat and in those eight hours you eat you stay on a caloric deficit you eat if you want to lose weight you eat less calories than you need and only you only eat in those eight hours after that you just don't eat water I think coffee works too if it's just black coffee. Anything less than 50 calories, I think that's the number. Oh, you just Fine. you can't consume any calories. Oh so yeah, like ideally, ide- ideally. So black coffee or water. Yeah. Uh yeah, I it worked wonders for me in college. Uh so yeah, I recommend intermittent fasting. Dope, dope. What about you, Isaiah? Uh last week was very eventful. Last week was very very eventful. Uh, I put money in almost everyone's pockets on this podcast. Money, money, money. Oh yeah, like crazy yeah, thing. yeah, yeah! I was yeah. waiting. I was waiting for it, bro. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, so I was watching a, a a live stream of a certain Twitch streamer, and hey, shout him out, shout him out, shout him out, bro. Bro, he big enough. You don't need me. What were you pushing? One thousandth of a percent of of what he's getting? Nah, he good. He's straight. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> um, man, pulling in like fifty thousand views. Uh, per, anyway. Her life what stream. I'm saying is, yeah, uh, he was talking about how many people you don't have the money, or you there's money that's yours that you don't even know is there. And I was like, all right, this is like the infomercial, or whatever. I'm not gonna listen. He said there's a website called unclaimed.org. And I was like, all right, still, I'm not, I'm not there yet. I'm not listening. And he said each state has a treasurer or a comptroller's office, and when you used to work at a certain job or you overpaid at the hospital or um, anything like that, there's money that I guess was yours and you did not know it was left over from your job or you overpaid and it sat in an account. What sometimes these companies have to do in order to close the case and move on because they can't find your address, they give the money to the state in which you lost the money or Mm -hmm. in which they couldn't send it to you from. So let's say you worked at, I don't know, Chick-fil-A and then you move to a different state. They're like, man, we don't even know where to send his money. So what they do, they send the money to the government and it sits in the government's treasury. So let's say you live in Texas, you type in uh, unclaimed.org, you click on Texas, you go to their website, and then you find money from that specific, uh, through, through your, your last name, and it'll show you your address and everything. And I was like, this sounds kind of sketchy. So then I tested it on my friends, obviously. If you're sketchy, let's, let's get them scammed, <laughs> not me first. And... Yeah, some people were finding hundreds of dollars that was just sitting crazy. under their name, which is crazy to me. So yeah, go to unclaimed.org. Bro, we were finding people government. with over grand, like three yeah. grands of money just sitting just in sitting. the treasury. They don't even know that it's there because they either, they for, they forgot that they had money sitting from old jobs or they, they were overpaid. They never knew that they overpaid somewhere. Go check unclaimed.org to see if your money is sitting you there. Might be, you might be... 
entitled to a fortune. You know, you don't know. It might be forty. To, I have my friend. He got it today. His name is Eddie Campos. Shout out Eddie Campos. He got his thing back today. It was forty dollars that they are gonna plan on sending him. So it might oh, be forty dollars. That's something, might, man. Or it might be a grand. Or it could be four thousand. You never know. So just go check it out. Or it could be nothing. I don't know. But yeah, I got, no, I got. I got nothing. Same. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it, you, you never know. So just check that out. Yeah. Yeah, well, my uh my recommendation isn't gonna make you money and actually make you lose money but uh, i still suggest it what the hell? while uh quarantine is still going on and you even though you're you know back in school or you have a job or something while this is still going on i suggest that you take time to you know explore the national parks or the state parks in your state Try to get more familiar with what's around you. Go hiking, do a kayaking trip, go camping, anything. Yeah. You know, because once everything goes back to normal, it's going to be a lot harder to do that. I wonder if state parks are open. They're open. They're open. I went to one. I've never been um, hiking, actually. I, I'd like to go. Yeah, that's fun, dude. I went to one in August. I went kayaking. It was it was pretty fun. Yeah. Kayaking. Bro, I love kayaking. Oh. I wish I could do it more. That's it's a workout, bro. I've done I've kayaked before. It's a workout. It works out your back. Especially kayaking, your... Is, kayaking is just rows. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're going up, and then especially there's waves. No, rows is just thing. kayaking. Yeah, rows is kayaking. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's yeah, what I got to do. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, nice, yeah, nice. yeah. But yeah, I suggest I suggest you guys go do that. It's fun. It's good for you. You might lose some money, but it's totally worth it. Yeah. Wait, wait. Yeah. Why would you lose money again? I don't know. You got to buy camping gear, rent a kayak, that kind of Dro- shit. Well, drive. You're gaining, right? If it's fun and you're gaining. Yeah. yeah. Nice oh, food. you're right. You're right. You're gaining. You're not wasting money. You're spending it beautifully. On a valuable experience, bro. A valuable experience. Yeah. On that note, let's go to our last segment, recommendations. What do you guys have for the week? I got one. I got one. Yeah, you go. <laughs> this okay. man is different. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> My recommendation would be a movie on Netflix called White Tiger. Have you ever wondered, like, how the caste system in India works and how people within it move, stuff like that? I have. Let me introduce you to a movie called White Tiger, right? Yeah, I know you have. It's a very interesting concept. (laughs) So you have Pri... I'm so sorry. I'm going to mispronounce her name. She's Nick Jonas's wife. Priyanka Chopra. Yeah, Priyanka Priyanka Chopra. Yeah, she's... Damn, Alex knows. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's... Very she's yeah. okay yeah she's a really good act- actress as well so she's in oh, the movie yeah. that's what i meant to say okay she's <laughs> in the movie and she's the wife of the son of a very rich uh, billionaire and then the main character is a guy who is like in one of the lowest casts at like in india and you kind of see what the things he has to do to move up kind of don't want to say a lot but it's such a good movie like it's a it's 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 more of a like it's every movie it's a there's it's comedy thriller like it's just a really good movie. I would really, I would strongly recommend it. I watched it on a hunch, and I don't regret it. And I would recommend it to everyone. Those are the best ones. Nice, dope, dope, dope. Mine for this week is an album came out two weeks ago. Anuel and Asuna did a collab album called Los Dioses. Uh, it's it's a completely trap album. So if you're into that, check it out. It's pretty good. Uh, I've heard it. It's only like I think it's eight tracks. It's not that much. Kind of like reminds me of Oasis, the one that J Balvin and Osuna did back in 2019. But it's this is full on trap. So yeah, check it out. I was about to say, because you can't listen to no album past 10 tracks. Nah. <laughs> Skip into the star tracks. Really not how you moving. Nah, he nah. hit shuffle and put the stars in his uh, playlist. <laughs> yeah. Before you even listen to him. 
That's nah, crazy. Nah, nah. Sometimes, not every time. Yeah. Uh, on a music tip, I just got a song by the one and only Wale, or as Alex calls him, Whale. All right, <laughs> and, uh... I've never said that. <laughs> Fucking Whale. What? Never You've never said it? Stop lying. Me and Yadel were in a car once. We were like, yo, have you heard of this artist? You put the name in your face, you said a whale. I promise you. How do you <laughs> remember? How do you Actually, remember I remember that, this. Bro. I remember this because he just put out an album. We just finished studying. We were yeah. walking down the stairs. That's right. Oh, okay. Yeah, now I remember. Yeah, we were, wow, yeah. we were like, wow, is this a song with Whale, Meek Mill, and Ricky Ross? Ricky Ross. Ricky back. Ross. <laughs> I did not say Ricky Ross. Bro, anyway. every time I listen to Wale, it's kind of weird because that's still a really big, like, uh, sur- like neighborhood in the DR. It's called Wale. So, like, hmm. oh, is that? That's, that's what it reminds me of. <laughs> Get the feel. Yeah, I just got a song by...